the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley. And uh, without further ado, I want to bring him in. Uh, Bruce Hooley, welcome to your own show. (laughs) How are you, brother? (laughs) Thank you, Jack. I appreciate it very, very much. Nice to be on with you. And I got to tell you a little funny joke uh, yesterday after I was on with our friend Vince, who sat in yesterday. Uh, a buddy of mine texted me and he said, you're the best guest you've ever had on your own show. And I said, well, that can't be possible because I had Donald Trump on my own show. And then he sent me a funny text about what Trump's truth social post would be about me thinking that I would be a better guest on my own show than the former president. So that, that made me laugh. And, uh, it's, uh, I thought it was a uh, funny interlude related to the oddity of me appearing on my own show here in the light of my medical diagnosis uh, recently. Well, amen. Well, first of all, um, I want to I want to give you some. That's hilarious, by the way. I can almost conjure up in my mind what uh, a Donald Trump Truth Social post would look like <laughs> uh, and sound like. Um, first of all, I, I want to give you some some space here to to clear up. You had an es- essential element of something you said yesterday that you wanted to follow up on. What what was that? Yeah, yeah. Vince shared a portion of my blog, and uh, I've been uh, blogging about my. Uh, brain tumor diagnosis and removal and cancer diagnosis and eventual treatment. And uh, I want to be very precise in my language and my uh, hope through this process is that I can draw people closer to an authentic faith in Jesus Christ. So that's why the preciseness of the language matters, because a lot of people get hung up on uh, imprecise language, and obviously the imprecise language leads them to an inauthentic understanding of God, and I'm about correcting that to whatever degree that I can. And mm-hmm. the person who uh, encouraged me to blog is someone who uh, has walked this path before. Most people know Chris Spielman, and Chris's wife, Stephanie, late wife, Stephanie, uh, waged her battle so courageously for a dozen years. And Chris told me right away, you need to blog about this. So I started blogging about it, and at the first blog, I was talking about my desire to be to bring as many people to Jesus Christ, faith in Jesus Christ as I could. And I said in the blog, if I could impose my faith on you, I would, but I know I can't because that is something that ultimately is something only God's Holy Spirit can do in people's hearts. What I forgot to add to that is I wouldn't try to impose it on you because I'm trying to build a bigger tribe of believers for my glory, or I'm trying to win people to my side for anything. A lot of people talk about their churches. People get hung up on the size of churches or the number of people who attend churches, and people mistake that as, well, you just want a bunch of people to come to church, so they'll give you your money, and then you can spend their money on... No. The reason what I forgot to say was, the reason why I would try to impose it on you if I could, which I know I can't, is because 
it's good for you. It's, it's God's, I want you to become as close to God as you can, and I want it to be for the kingdom of God, for his glory, not for anything down here that's tangible or temporal. Uh, well said, man. And, you know, God gives us the free will and the choice. And teeing it up is, uh, is a, an honor to do. And I know that you do that every day, Bruce. And, and I'm grateful that you are, uh, you've, you have courage and peace about you in this battle uh, that, that I'm not certain that I would have. Uh, and I think that, that speaks volumes. And, and thank you for providing that insight. Um, and thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, where can we read your blog, by the way? Because you're, you're doing uh, an incredible work. Uh, where can listeners go to, to read about your updates? Yeah, they can go to brucehooley.com, and there'll be a pop-up there about my uh, flooring endeavors that help us pay the bills as a family, which I can still do, I think. Um, I definitely know I can still do it uh, during this uh, process. Uh, I do plan to come back to the answer on a full-time basis at some point, but I uh, we're a very lean operation at the answer. And so it's very important that when I tell them that they can count on me to be there on X number of days, that I can actually honor that commitment. I want to honor all my commitments. And so until my treatment is behind me and we haven't determined what that'll be yet, uh, I won't be back on the 11 to one Monday through Friday schedule. And that's why I'm so grateful to you and Vince and other people like Doyle Jackson who agreed to sit in for me. But I plan to be a presence on the show uh, to lend my perspective and stay in touch with my audience, which has been amazing. So brucehooley.com to read the blog. And then you'll find if people read it on a daily basis, there'll be ways that they can get their questions answered if they want to make, um, if they want to engage with me in other ways. So that's uh, the answer there. And we are, and I'm looking for help on how to make it easier for people to get the blog. Right now I'm texting it to friends every day, and I'd like to set up a uh, way for people to subscribe to it and to have it just automatically show up in their inbox or their uh, text messages or whatever. And I'm open to people helping me do that. I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a, in fact, I know I'm a better content generator than I am a content distributor. Mm. So if anybody would want to email Bruce at SalemMedia.com and offer their help, either in making my videos look better online or in saying, you should look into this program, it'll simplify your life and distribution or this, that, and the other, I'd be very open to that. It's a way that people could show, uh, you know, show their knowledge to me and help that knowledge hopefully pay off in, uh, in, um, encouraging people through this circumstances I happen to be uh, privileged to go through right now. And uh, w- one more time, what's the email? Um, if they have suggestions on how to, how, how to help you further distribute what you're producing, wh- what is that? Yeah, email? the web, the website for the blog is uh, brucehooley.com and my email is just bruce at salemmedia.com. Awesome. Uh, man, I, it's, it's, it's so good to, to hear you again. Um, I, I'm just super impressed with, uh, with, uh, your analysis and, and, and the way that you're um, the, the way that you're able to communicate and, and weigh in on certain topics. And, and I want to put some of those in front of you right now. Um, I, I know that you have a background uh, steeped in, in, in unions. And uh, I don't know if you know this, my grandpa was a union president at the Mansfield tire back in uh, Mansfield's heyday. So you yeah. have a unique perspective on this UAW strike. Uh, how do you see it, Bruce? Yeah, I do. My father was a union worker and the unions were great to us. And I was a union member when I worked at the plane dealer. I was a member of the, you know, one of the uh, partner unions, I guess, with the Teamsters Union in Cleveland. And so I understand what unions have done for America and all that. But I also understand 
like I was talking about language earlier and the precision of language and biblical values and biblical values are important because they're, they're truth. They're God's truth. They're not my truth. It's God's truth. And so when I look at this situation that I see with the UAW, what I see are values that are not godly values. I see uh, greed. I see no willingness to take the focus off themselves. I think their benefits and their salaries and uh, the things that they have uh, attained over the years through union negotiations, and I understand in a union negotiation the worst thing you do is you never give anything back, right? You never mm-hmm. give anything back without getting something. Right. Well, that's not a Christian attitude at all. Right. That's not a Christian attitude at all. And so why do we get into situations in our country where things go south? Because we get away from truth and Christian values, godly values. So they've put themselves in a situation where they've compromised their own industry with their demands. Now they want, what, a 32-hour work week and a 46% raise and all this kind of stuff. And I understand the argument about, well, the CEO makes X millions, so we should make X millions. Well, again, that's not a godly value. That's not a humility value. Like It takes all, all input to make a car. Yep. The CEO is paid for his expertise. And yes, you work on the line. And yes, you put the doors on or the windows on or whatever. And that has a value. But it doesn't mean that that value should be comparable to the other value because maybe he brings an engineering value or a design value or a business value or a marketing value that if you build the best car in the world and it doesn't run because you don't have his expertise. So I just think there's such a lack of humility. There's such a lack of of self-sacrifice for each other. There's such a lack of concern about the survival of their own business. And I found it very hard to be uh, sympathetic And I also will say that I feel sorry for the union workers who are, I believe, being taken advantage of by their leadership on these things. And it it breaks my heart because that's the kind of family I came from. Two hardworking parents who worked in factories my entire life growing up. And they didn't have the agency to depart from what their union wanted them to do. And I look at our education system and I look at myriad businesses in our country and I see that they've been ruined by this union mindset out there, which has trended toward selfishness, which is not a godly value. So I don't think we should ever be surprised in our society when we see something go south and deteriorate and people get damaged because we get away from practicing godly truth and godly values. Um, about 30 seconds here, and I want to kind of tee up what we're going to talk about next. You mentioned um, unions kind of being out of step with the people that they're supposed to represent, and largely those people are Trump Republicans. But unfortunately, yeah. many times their dues go to uh, activism that actually supports progressives and, and radicals. Um, but we're going to talk about Trump, his candidacy, and his position on abortion up next. Stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM. We're back with Bruce Hooley next. Welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM. The Answer, Columbus, Ohio, coming to you live from Studio 4 and joined by the Bruce Hooley. Uh, It's so good to have you here you uh, covered the UAW strike. We talked a little bit about uh, kind of the condition of unions and, and the mindset. 
So I want to use that as a toggle over to Donald Trump and his yeah. candidacy and his mindset. Now, he came out last week and vehemently, uh, I believe it was last week, time's running together so quickly, uh, and, and criticized Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who supports a six-week uh, or actually six to eight-week, whatever the time period is, a heartbeat bill on abortion. Um, what do you make of Trump's comments on abortion, Bruce? Well, they're very troubling to me because obviously abortion is my first issue when I decide a candidate. I can't vote for any candidate who's not a truly pro-life candidate. So I'm very disappointed in the former president because he did so much wonderful work to bring about the overthrow of Roe versus Wade and to give us a chance to preserve life and get in line with God's truth. You know, I think we had some encouraging things that have happened recently, Jack, in terms of this battle that hopefully we're waging as conservatives to stand up for what God says is true, not what we feel or want is true. You look at the situation where the Ibram X. Kendi, you know, anti-racism boondoggle has been exposed. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know, God came to call people to individual repentance. He didn't come to advantage one racial group over another. That's a man-sin problem. That's not a God-directed thing. So, Bruce, say that again. I'm going to interrupt you there. What you just said is profound, and I'm sorry to interrupt your your, your stream of consciousness there, but you said what? God came to do what? God came to set the captives free, and he came to call us to individual repentance. It's available to every single person out there, no matter what they've done. And so no one is disqualified. Now, men disqualify others, and they label them, and they... Uh, make assumptions about them and they make generalizations about them, but that's a sin and a hatred problem that's in the heart of man. That's not a God thing. And when you see, uh, like, if you align yourself with God's truth on, let's say, for instance, crime and punishment, like the gospel of Jesus Christ, he makes forgiveness available to all through what his son did for us at the cross. Mm-hmm. So there's punishment for sin. You don't have to suffer the punishment. When you commit sins in this world, There has to be a legal penalty for that. Otherwise, there's no deterrent to that continuing. That's why we see crime out of hand in our country, because we've bought into this anti-racism lie that it's kind and gentle and nice and uh, whatever else you want to use as an adjective to excuse crime. But allowing crime to flourish only brings about more crime. Now we see in Oakland, California and other places around the country, we see stores closing. And we see even I saw a progressive activist yesterday saying, um, the progressive movements failed. Our ideas are failed. They are failed because they're out of line with God's ideas. Okay, so back to Trump on abortion. Yep. And I just hate that it is for him a political tool, and I'm not surprised. I know his character. He's never said that he needs a savior, which is heartbreaking for me to hear. He has said before, why would I, why would I even, why would I need a savior? Well, because everybody does, that's why. Yep. And then I see his surrogates like Carrie Lake saying these lies about Ron DeSantis and what happened in Florida. And again, there again, you're, you're allying yourself with someone who is willfully, knowingly spreading lies about a political opponent so that you can do the oldest trick in the book, and it's from Satan, and we see it walked out in our world, which is, I want to stand taller, and if I can push you down and stand on your shoulders and diminish you to raise myself, I will. And so I think we have a really hard thing to reconcile as conservative voters is, is Donald Trump really the ally that we want to carry forward our movement? 
And that is a complicated question because winning matters, losing matters, and there are consequences with both. That's well said. And, you know, <laughs> I viewed what he said, and I'm going to try to bring it into context to what you just relayed, which I think is is profound. Uh, I viewed his comments as um, trying to make himself magnetic and attract independent voters because I believe that if he wins the nomination and he goes into the general election, uh, even if he says, look, we need to have abortion to 15 weeks or 20 weeks or it's a what, what he should be saying is it's a state issue. Right. Because that's what Roe v. Wade said. Yeah. Uh, but it, it appears to me he's he's hedging his bet by saying, look, I'm going to say this attract independent voters, knowing that in the general election, if you are a conservative, if you are pro-life and you have to pull the lever for either Donald Trump or Joe Biden, you're going to pull the, you're going to pull the lever for, for Donald Trump. Um, so I think he's hedging his bet there. But I think something that you said sparked something in me, and I think it is the root of this whole progressive agenda. And it is the shift from the axiom that we are all sinners saved by grace to this postmodern belief that my self-esteem matters. And so if somebody perceives, uh, commits some sort of perceived act that hurts my feelings, (laughs) then um, that person is the villain and I'm the victim and I'm going to cancel them. And, and yeah. that really is kind of the heart of what you're talking about, isn't it? That, that we've really moved Let me, from let me that. try to address that in the minute or so we have left. Yeah. I, it, while I was in the intensive care unit, I had an, un, an unbelievably awesome young nurse one night for 12 hours. And she looked to me to be in her mid-20s. And we talked, and I told her how much I appreciated her care. And she, we somehow got off talking about, you know, the world today and politics and abortion and I told her, I said, that's a, a, an issue that matters to me. And she said, it's an issue that matters to me because I come from the healthcare industry and I'm a young woman and all this stuff. And what was instructive for me in that moment, Jack, was to realize that I have been guilty of labeling people who don't think like I do about abortion as rabid, evil people. And there are many of them like that, okay, acknowledged. But there are people like her that I think I need to think hard about how I can relate to. And how I can, she's a smart young woman. She's a compassionate young woman. How can I access her, her uh, intelligence and her compassion to make her see that that is a life that is worth protecting? Mm. And maybe it's to begin the conversation by asking her about her dreams and what kind of life she wants to build and what her fears are as she grows up. Rather than starting with the sledgehammer of are you pro-life or are you not pro-life, but we build toward a conversation where she can see that I have compassion for her and that I genuinely believe what I believe and I'm not going to change my mind on it, but that I want her to see it because she really knows it. I just need to have the compassion for her and the, and the wisdom and the guidance of God's truth to help her see what we all know to be true, that life begins at conception. You know, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And then when they know that you care, they might open up and then you might find common ground. And I think you only move the needle forward when you have common ground and you say, we agree on this. So let's build something from there. I I love that perspective, Bruce. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you very much for being uh, able to have me on my own show. It's great to talk to you, Jack. You too, brother. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.